Josh Cast. I don't know why I did that. Yes, I do. I'm in a playful mood. That's why I did that. There. That's why. The car across from me looks like a maintenance truck. They have a red nose on the front of it, indicating or alluding, alluding to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And so it's basically a Rudolph nose on a giant truck, and it's that bothers me. It just bothers me. Why? I don't even know. Why does it bother me? There's just something... Uh, I don't know. Just something... It almost it makes me feel like whoever the owner of the truck is is not as good of a person as he thinks he is. That got dark really fast. I don't even know why that came, why that came in, uh, but that's just the, the for some reason the instinct I got is yeah you're not that good. Who do you think you are? What do you, what you, oh you think you're that Mary? Yeah we'll see. How do you treat your kids? How do you treat your wife? That's what I thought. You're divorced. That's what I thought. See? Nailed it. I'm always suspicious of the red of the red nose of the car. Always suspicious. It's there's always something iffy about that. That's there's no credibility in what I'm saying. But there I there you go. That isn't even what I wanted to talk about today. Um that isn't even what I wanted to talk about today. This is my I'm performing for you voice. This is my, I don't want to be vulnerable with you, so I'm going to put on an affectation of, I am performing for you right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, it's a pleasure to see you tonight. Take my wife. Please, God, take her. I can't stand her. Oh. She's trying to work on authentic. The the irony is that the more I try to be authentic, then I'm not authentic anymore because I'm trying to be authentic. So that's where we're at there. Um, but there's another house over here that has solar panels. That's cool. That's, is it that hard to do solar panels? Is that, I don't know. I feel like everyone's so against solar panels. Not everyone, but certain political factions are against solar panels. Is it that big of a deal? It's a, it's a solar panel. It seems easier than, than mining for coal. I just, I don't, you know, I'm not an expert. But you, you know, you're in a you're in a. On the one hand, you got to go underground, you got to dig, uh, and there's you know there could be cave-ins or even with you know the strip mining, got to rip off a mountain. Whereas with a solar panel, you're in a room and you've got you taking a larger square and you're putting smaller squares in it. And you're using glue and and uh, a hot glue gun and uh, maybe a staple here, or a staple there, and. Uh, and then you put it in a big envelope and you mail it to the house in a gigantic six-foot by five-foot envelope labeled solar panel, uh, caution, this side up. And you got to get a huge letter opener and open it and then uh, glue it to the top of the house, right? That's how, that's how science works. The car. I'm recording this podcast in the car and I, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I, I like leaving the car on when I do this. I'm wasting fuel. There's no reason to leave the car on. I'm recording on a phone which has a self-contained battery. Um, but there's something about just, it, you know, maybe it's the idea that uh, if need be, I can flee. That's, which is very Jewish. Uh, and that's the other, I should be doing, I should be doing a Jewish themed podcast. Um, because even though I don't practice the religion of Judaism, it's too late. That's, I mean, it's just, that's what I am. 
uh, that was that was my background. My background growing up was extreme reform Judaism. That's what I would call it. I mean, it was so reform Judaism. It was, you know, we were one latka away from atheism. Really, that's where we were at. <laughs> uh, it was basically just religion equals come to the holidays and eat. That's that's basically all it was. Uh, and we. I don't, you know, I don't know how seriously anyone in my family really believes in God. I felt we never really. I don't think we talked about it. I feel like if I asked my grandmother, "Hey, do you believe in God?" She'd be like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a thing." My mother told me that my grandfather actually did not believe in God. He was more of an atheist, um, but still practiced the 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 holidays, did the holiday thing. Uh, maybe because just that's what you did. And I think also when my grandparents were growing up in Colorado, I, I sense or from, from the stories I heard that, that the Jewish people growing up in Colorado were much more, um, I, I don't think they were forcefully segregated, but I think they kept to themselves more than than they do now. And I think there was more, you know, my grandfather was telling me stories about how he was, you know, jumped on the street by gangs of other ethnicities. And, but I don't, you know, but that, I don't, that, I don't know if that was an ethnic thing or, uh, just, you know, kids are idiots things, but I do think there was more of a, I would imagine that there was a stronger need to, preserve the Jewish identity. And with each passing generation, the need to preserve the Jewish identity has given way to the need to be happy. And we arrive now at 2018. And I read, according to Wikipedia, that that the... I think Jewish numbers are down. I think that numbers are declining. I mean, I... At least I wouldn't be surprised if numbers were declining. It's, it's, you know, I think Judaism's a hard sell. And I can say this because I've, I've lived it. But uh, it's, I don't know, I think it's the Volvo of religions in many ways. It's, you know, do it, follow all these rules, and, you know, there's probably not a heaven or a hell, but if you follow all these rules, then you'll be less stressed. Judaism! Good. So we covered Judaism. Uh, covered that topic. I think the guy who owns the truck right now is—he's outside. Um, he's shoveling in the front yard of a house. I think they're planting trees, and I—I I think he was hired. And there's a, a kid with him. It might be his kid. And the kid is shoveling and helping. And the kid looks to be about—I don't know. And I, the kid sees me looking at him, so now I feel like I'm. I'm recording into a microphone or into my phone while the kid is looking at me, and this this is leading to a this is leading to court. That's where this is going. But the, the kid is I want to say twelve, twelve or thirteen, and I don't know if he's help he's helping. Dad's a maintenance person or a landscape person, and he's helping Dad on a Sunday, which um, and now I'm now I feel guilty for making fun of them because God, they're working on a Sunday. What if you know they're they're just barely staying alive? 
and he's got to work on Sundays, planting trees in other people's yards just to keep keep the family running. And you know, it's it's a constant battle just to stay afloat. And here, this Jew is sitting in this car commenting on it for the sake of comedy. So great, I've managed to feel guilty now. That only took. Uh, Eight minutes into the podcast before I'm feeling guilty. That's a personal best. Absolute personal best. Sushi modeling. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Sushi modeling. If you're not familiar, uh, a, a woman will uh, disrobe, lie down on a table, and they will put little leaves uh, over her private areas and then sushi on the leaves and it's it's kind of a it's it's a thing that you tend to see I guess at, at bachelor parties well in the article I was reading it's, they said you see it in bachelor parties bachelorette parties and corporate events that third one really hit me corporate events uh, this would be a great activity for an HR convention that, that should be so much fun. I mean, it, you could, uh, you want to see a room full of people sweating over, you know, the rules. That's how you do it. This concept fascinates me. So it originated in Japan in the 1800s, they think. They're not sure where, you know, who knows? It could have, I mean, we know it originated, I guess there's a, there's a practice and there's an art form to it and a, a cultural element that was cultivated in Japan, but we have no idea if people were doing this in other cultures thousands of years earlier. This Jews could have been doing this. I don't know. You know, at one point, King Solomon could have been sitting there. There's a naked woman in front of him with locks and bagel and, you know, and schmear. And, uh, you know, he's sitting there and they're having a meal with his grandmother and the grandmother is just going, I, the locks aren't good this week. The locks are not good this week. Why do we keep coming to this restaurant? I like, I like the naked woman restaurant on the other side of Jerusalem. Why don't we go there? This place is not so good. That's possible. We don't know. Okay? We don't have all the facts when it comes to history. I don't know that I could... I don't know that I could eat sushi off of a woman. I, I really don't know that I could do it and feel okay with it. I'm really not sure. Because they've, they interviewed sushi models, and the, su- and, the sushi mo- and the models they interview say, oh yeah, it's a lot of fun, you should try it. It's an, it's, an, it's an amazing experience. And I'm sitting there thinking, there's two possibilities here. Either number one, they really believe that, or number two, why would they, why would they be honest in an interview? How do you feel about sushi, mo- sushi modeling? Well, I had a terrible childhood. I think that's pretty obvious, Ted, the interviewer. Uh, I mean, so who knows? Even I feel like even if the sushi model herself was assuring me, I want to be here, I enjoy this, this is totally cool, you know, snack away, Charlie, I would still feel really uncomfortable. So the question is, Am I the one with the problem, or is society the one with the problem? It's, I'm the one with the problem, I guess. Why do I? Why would I find it uncomfortable? Because uh, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm eating, 
and trying not to get an erection at the same time. I, it's, why do I have to do both? Why do I have to multitask in this situation? I'm not, I'm just, I'm not big on that. I don't want to, um, I don't want to do, it's, it's like the same kind of thing as, you know, going to Hooters. It's like, I, you know, what am I going to, what, what's the point of going to Hooters? Well, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to force myself not to look at breasts in the hopes that the woman with the breasts will see that I'm trying not to look at the breasts and go, wow, he's, you know, he has integrity. He's not one of, he's not like all these other pigs. Maybe he's the right guy for me. And then later I will see the breasts. That's, that's my whole, that's my whole plan if I were to go to Hooters. So I don't, why? So I'm, you know, I'm feeling better about this podcast. I got to say. Um, and I feel I never like admitting when I'm feeling good about something because I'm afraid as soon as I feel, as soon as I admit it, I just feel like God goes, excuse me, what? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, let's make this bad. But, uh, all right. Well, um, I don't know. Getting, you know, getting out of the podcast is always awkward for me, like everything else. So, um, I suppose I will end by saying, um, you know, get, if you can afford it, get solar panels, get solar panels.